Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. We're back. I'm back. You're here with me, though. So we are back. Back again. Do another podcast for you motherfuckers out there. Listen to Early Retirement. My name's Ray Taylor. And I'm retired. But not really. Some people have been confused thinking that I'm actually retired, which is cool. I mean, I... I would understand why, you know, uh, especially people that aren't in my life uh, on a daily basis. They just keep up with me online. Um, granted, I did start the whole early retirement hashtag thing. Um, man, it's been over a year now. It's a long process. Um, and I don't even know if it's described completely. Here's the thing, people. And I, I've mentioned this already. I have probably 10 to 20 episodes recorded during the time when I was moving from San Diego to Denver. Um, and at some point, I'll go through those and edit them and put them out uh, so you can hear the actual process of me getting to Denver. But I'm not retired. I'm basically living on my savings. And all of my savings came from whatever I got when I cashed out my 401k from working at Costco, which there was, you know, big penalties. But, you know, the reality of the situation was that a 401k, it's like it's not eventually it's going to do something, but I need that money now. And then also I sold I had a condo in San Diego that I sold. So whatever money I made on that, plus my 401k, is the money I'm living on. And it's going extremely fast. Or it was, especially in the beginning when I was still living in San Diego, paying the mortgage and all the utilities and all that, and just whatever it cost to remodel the condo that I did. Um, and then up until it sold. So I wasn't even living there for probably the last month or so um, while I was selling. But anyway... I'm in Denver, uh, living on, now it's a lot less, thankfully. Um, the rent is less, utilities are less. Uh, I have a roommate, so my co-host on the Inspired Disorder podcast, Keith Spurlock, lives with me. Um, so him contributing to uh, the overall cost of living has helped slow the uh, amount of money that is just hemorrhaging from my my bank account. But uh things are good. Things are good even though I'm, you know, I I that's one thing I'm not too worried about is very used to living poor um or at least living not spending a lot of money on things. I, I mean, I in the last episode I talked about uh getting into vinyl and, you know, buying the vinyl and the the record player and the speakers was uh, an investment. Buying all the things I've needed to get for the podcast studio and for um, the mobile recording, which I'm using now, 
Um, you know, I mean, aside from the the record player, most of the money was spent invested in technology and getting the studio up and getting furniture and just just kind of getting established. So anyway, so now I'm here in Denver. And one of the amazing things about Denver, which isn't that much different from California, is the marijuana situation, the weed situation. Now, I didn't start smoking until I was 30. Um, I And the reason, I mean, I had a lot of friends that smoked. Once I moved to San Diego, 90% of my friends smoked. Most of the people that I worked at Costco wholesale smoked, including management. Um, even though they love to fire people for, uh, you know, they test them or whatever and get rid of them. Um, so most of the people in, in California and San Diego, I knew smoked weed. Uh, I ended up getting my medical license, you know, when I started smoking and pretty much have been for the most part, a daily smoker. Uh, when I worked at Costco, I, did, I never went to work high, but I definitely smoke after work. It helped you know, kind of temper my drinking, which I was using to self-medicate after a wonderful day working for Costco Wholesale Warehouse 469, where there's a plethora of inadequate human being adults in charge of other human beings. Uh, but they're they're not fit. They're not qualified. Uh, so mostly they just treat people like shit and fuck up and pass the buck, which sucks for the good employees and sucks for the good managers. Um, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, so I never went to work high. Um, and I would smoke after work. Um, but the reason I started smoking was I was having a lot of back issues a lot of upper back issues from from doing art my whole life, looking down, drawing, um, posture. I mean, it's all posture related, uh, but posture, bad posture for a lot of my life due to just regular things and just getting out of shape um, in my 30s, my late 20s, and then my 30s. Um, so I was having a lot of back problems and Ended up going to a chiropractor who helped me out. I was going there a lot. It seems like I've talked about this before, but if I have, forgive me. Um, I just wanted to do an episode on weed and how much it's changed since I've gotten here. So I went to a chiropractor, was going there uh, twice a week for a couple months and was able to finally alleviate all the pain I was having. Um, and while doing that, uh, I started to smoke because it helped really help relax my back, really help relax my muscles. Um, generally, like I've gotten, I haven't had to go to a chiropractor in years. Not that I could even afford one now that I don't have insurance or anything, but it was great. It was great at the time going to the chiropractor. It even helped when I went to the chiropractor because I would go in, I would be super relaxed. Um, so it was way easier for him to adjust adjust my back and pop everything back into place um so now uh, you know i and it's it's just in general it's a, it's a it's a plant that's never it's probably the least toxic substance known to man um unlike water 
and coconuts and aspirin and alcohol. Uh, weed has never killed anybody. Uh, whether you eat edibles, smoke it, uh, do dabs, doesn't matter. It's never killed anybody. Um, and there's no real adverse effects except for memory. I mean, you know, that's that's right. It it affects me sometimes when I'm uh, doing the podcast. Although I found that using Alpha Brain from Onnit, um, which is a, a, a what was it called? Uh, it's called a neuro no nootropic. It's called a nootropic. Basically, it's got a bunch of things in it. It's a natural herbal supplement, um, and it makes your brain work better. And I've found that taking on it, uh, either on it instant or pill form, uh, my brain works better, and it helps combat the short-term memory loss that I get with weed, which doesn't happen all the time. Um, I mean, I for- forgot shit when I before I smoked weed. It just definitely is something that uh, is noticeable. Um, keeping focus uh, while I'm doing stuff. Now, if I'm working on something and I smoke weed, I will zone in and just lose a day working on something. Um, But if I'm not, if I'm just like watching TV and I smoke weed, I will get distracted as fuck. I miss, I probably have to go through and watch a bunch of shows because I'll put stuff on in the back. I, I like to put stuff on when I'm working too. Um, but other than that, other than the, the short-term memory loss, I don't find any problem with motivation. I don't have any problems with getting shit done. Um, it, it doesn't really affect me negatively on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and it helps a lot helps when I meditate. It helps if I am having back issues, um, smoking a strong indica or maybe even eating an edible, uh, along with stretching using my, uh, foam roller. And I use a lacrosse ball to work out knots in my back and, uh, kind of realign and relax everything. So marijuana in, in addition to those things is awesome. Um, and so I haven't had to, I just, I basically maintain, I deal with my, my back issues, which I don't have very often when I do. I know how to fix them, and uh, you know, weed weed helps that. Weed also helps just it with meditation. It's amazing, um, especially if I'm going to do because uh, I'll do different kinds of meditation. I'll just just do some deep breathing exercises if I'm out and about, or just you know need to maybe feeling uh, anxious or a bit of anxiety. Um, I'll just do some br- deep breathing. Uh, or I'll do like the Wim Hof breathing, which I don't do as much since I figured it out, but that's, that's amazing. Or I'll listen to like, uh, monks chanting. There's a, uh, album that I listen to on, uh, Apple music. That's just a bunch of, it's a whole CD of just different chants and things like that. And I'll, I'll get really high, especially when I was in the desert before I moved out here, I'd smoke a joint out on the patio listen to that stuff, do chants and the, the vibrations and the chanting, just their voices of chanting and the music that they use really like syncs up with the kind of the cellular 
high that you get when you smoke weed when just every atom in your body is just in sync with whatever you're listening to and i found that that's really relaxing and really helpful um so it's good man makes food good uh back when i was having sex it made sex great uh makes funny movies funnier um it it brings out the emotion in music now that i listen to vinyl i talked about that in the last episode um smoking weed and listening to good music off an album is is just a great time it's a good night like i'll have nights where i'll just listen to music smoke smoking joints and just having a good time letting my brain just let go and then i'll you know i'll come up with ideas or i'll I'll do some drawing or I'll do some stuff, but you know, the combination of listening to music and smoking weed is, is definitely something that they go hand in hand. Um, so California was great having medical. Basically it's all, it's like have, it's, it's almost like it being legal. You can't really smoke in public. Um, I did get pulled over, uh, by the cops when I was in the desert and I'd smoked a half a joint earlier in the day and it was still in my, my van and the little center console ashtray thing. Um, but the cops pulled me over. I was completely honest, told them, you know, I smoked earlier in the day, went and saw a movie, went shopping, whatever. I was on my way home when he caught me. And, uh, you know, I had some other joints on me that I had gotten that day. And, uh, but I had my medical recommendation, uh, slip with me and I had all the proper paperwork. So nothing happened. They searched my vehicle to make sure I wasn't doing it. Uh, the other cop that showed up was really there. Was really he was really ignorant. The one that pulled me over, who ended up searching the the van, uh, seemed like, you know, he didn't seem like such. It seemed like he had smoked before. He didn't seem too, uh, too uh, alarmed by marijuana. Where the other guy was more of a clean cut kind of, probably just from the military or whatever, and he's you know kind of got this clean cut you know, weed is really dangerous. He's trying to tell me like, uh, you know, it's, it's not as, it's not as bad as some of those things, but it's still really addictive. It's like, man, the reason I started smoking weed was to avoid taking muscle relaxers and opiates because of back pain. If I went to a doctor, a fucking real doctor, pay a copay, insurance paying, who knows how much for a doctor's visit. They're going to give me some fucking pills that are approved by the government that's going to make me most likely addicted to them until I no longer can get a prescription, and then I got to fucking get smack on the streets because I'm addicted to some fucking heroin in pill form that seems to be okay for most of this fucking society to be medicated with pills a doctor tells you to take that you pick up at a pharmacy Versus smoking a plant that's never done any harm to anybody, grows out of the ground, and is going to make the this country a shitload of money once it gets its shit together and legalizes it and starts taxing it. Because that's what's happening in Denver. Um, so in California, amazing. Now coming to Denver, where it's recreational and medical, I don't have my medical yet. It seems like it's more of a process to get medical, and I think it even got harder after the most recent election. Um but so I don't get as much of a selection as I did in California. Uh, medical in California, you get 
edibles of any strength, you know, I think they may, they probably make up to a thousand milligram, um, 500, 200. Uh, but in recreational in Denver or in Colorado, it's hundred milligrams. You're capped off on a, on an edible. Um, so basically how that compares getting half as much weed, half as strong of an edible in Denver that I was in California. Um, so I can get a 200 milligram edible for what it cost me for a 100 milligram edible here. Um, but I haven't been doing edibles as much a couple times. Uh, I haven't really had as many back issues, so it's pretty good. Um, and then the weed's great. Then there's not as much selection. You know, you, know, you go into a dispensary in California, it's like going into a McDonald's. You got a huge menu with, you know, 20 to 30 options. You got sativa, you got hybrids, you got indicas, you got all kinds of shit. Um, which they have all that, but it's just much more limited selection in the recreational, I've noticed. Uh, the place I go to, uh, which is close, it's only an hour away. Hour? It's only a mile away from my apartment. It's uh, Groundswell on Colfax, uh, which is Colfax is a, a historic street um, in Denver. Uh, so I w- I'll walk to Groundswell and, and pick up my weed. I go there all the time, so they, they know me. Um, and they hook it up all the time. That's a great thing about going to a weed store. First, everybody's super nice. Uh, but when you go there all the time, they start hooking you up and giving you deals. So thankfully, the pricing uh, at that dispensary, I've noticed, is better than most dispensaries in Denver and is actually cheaper uh, than California, even though I pay when I buy weed at, at recreational prices I'm paying 25% tax. So 25% of the money I'm spending for weed is going to the state to spend on, you know, improving, hopefully potholes, hopefully things. They seem to be doing a lot of development here. Everybody seems to complain about all the transplants that are coming from out of state. Um, Although everybody that I've run into and actually met personally seems super nice. Um, and you don't really see people smoking outside. Luckily we got into an apartment where they just don't give a shit. Like you'll be walking through the hallways and you just, it just smells like weed. It's perfectly fine. Perfect for me. I could smoke indoors and and not have to worry about, uh, offending anybody. Uh, especially during the winter when windows are closed and heaters are on and there's a lot less air circulation. So it's, it's been a great situation here in Denver. Uh, but I do enjoy also that I found a place in groundswell that, uh, you know, definitely good quality, good price, great people. Um, it's great. Try dabbing, uh, never done it before until I got to, uh, Denver. Um, and it's just, it's basically smoking concentrated weed. It's actually even cleaner than it's, than smoking the plant or the flower. You don't get the, uh, you're not burning plant material. Uh, So it takes all the good stuff out of that, concentrates it, and then you vaporize it. So it's almost like those little vape pens that you see, which are awesome as well. Um, Those are great. Those are the perfect thing for when you're going around town. They look like the cigarette ones. Most people don't give a shit. They won't think twice, especially if you're just puffing on it in your car or whatever. Um... But they don't, I've noticed that they don't get you really high. You don't get, they're almost like little mini dabs. Uh, But a dab would be taking like a giant 
fucking vaporizer hit. Uh, and it just, for me, like, I'm still getting used to, like, just smoking normally and not coughing all the time because it'll get, coughs will be so bad it just fucks up my throat. I remember one of the last times I, I dabbed, it's just, I took such a big hit and I was coughing so hard that it ended up just that, that reflex ended up making me throw up. It was just gnarly. It was just gnarly. Um, but it's, I mean, it's, it's like almost, it's almost like, uh, how smoking, a out of a pipe versus smoking a bong for regular weed. As, you know, you're going to get a way bigger hit off of a bong. Um, so it's going to get you higher that much faster. Uh, that would be almost like going from a bong to a dab. The dab is like almost exponentially just gets you super high, super quick. Um, which I don't necessarily on dabs. Like if I'm going to be, there's going to be a situation where I'm high and I'm not being productive. Uh, dabs might be it. They, they're just a little bit too much for me. Um, even though I smoke every day, like I haven't, I don't even know if I smoked yet today. I've got a joint ready. Um, that I was going to light up and smoke here pretty soon. Um, but I don't know if I smoked. Maybe I I probably had a few hits before I took Izzy for a walk this morning. Um, but it's great, man. It's great. It's nice that, you know, with my day off to go to a day job, you know, I could s- s- smoke some weed. And, like, walking around, especially where I'm at, I try and walk everywhere. Like, every time I go to Groundswell, I'm walking. It's so rare that I drive down there. It's only a mile away, and the weather's always so nice here that, you know, it's it, it promotes walking, I would say. And if you're high while you're walking around, then you just you just enjoy it that much more. So, although I did, there was a blizzard. I was kind of, since we moved to Denver, I was really tentatively excited for the snow just because, you know, I grew up in Southern California. I've never dealt with snow before. Um, but where we're at in Denver, the times it has snowed melts off pretty quick, uh, especially this time of year. And it's actually snowed more. It seems like it snowed more just about the same amount, um, in this past month, March or April, uh, I think March end of March when it, we had our blizzard, um, than it did during the winter. Which is whatever. The weather's like different every day. I love it. It helps break up my day because my days are very similar. I start my day out similar. You know, I have a morning routine. And then I get to work, which most of my work happens in my studio. Uh, So I'm, you know, in front of a computer or looking at a blank piece of paper or, you know, I'm working on stuff. But it generally keeps me indoors. So getting out and walking around is awesome. But we had a blizzard. Which I was happy for. I was really hoping we would get a blizzard because I don't have to drive anywhere if I don't need to. I could wait a day or two for the roads to to clear up a bit. Um, but we were having a blizzard, and I was like, and we were out of weed. So I was like, I'm just gonna walk because I for sure wasn't driving. I don't think I could have drove, um, and for sure wouldn't have even if I could have. So I ended up walking to Groundswell in the blizzard, which I have a giant, super thick parka that I got when I first moved here. I was, you know, I was expecting to have like at least a few weeks of like dealing with snow f- a lot, you know, but not that much at all. So I had a big parka and I had, you know, I have snow boots and 
it really wasn't even that cold. It was snowing, but it was like 30, uh, it was like 35 to 40 degrees. So it wasn't that cold. It was just a lot of snow. Like when I started walking, like I couldn't see to the end of the block, but I knew where I was going. So I'd walk there so much. And even on the way back, I took the same way back that I had gone there and the snow had completely covered everything. Like it was about a foot of snow when I left. By the time I came back, it didn't look like I had ever walked uh, through the snow at all. But it was fun. It was fun. I got there, and by the time I got back, I was exhausted. And I noticed my knees were not happy high-stepping through the snow. Uh, so it was exhausting, but it was fun. It was a nice little challenge. Uh, got my got my weed for, for the week or for the two weeks, and... Um, you know, it worked out great, but um, I don't know what else to, to say about it. Uh, if you have any questions about weed, maybe you've you've never smoked and you're you're thinking about it, uh, especially if you grew up thinking that weed was evil or bad or a gateway drug or or, or makes you lazy. Um, you know, if you have any questions, you could always hit me up on Twitter at Ray Taylor. Uh, you can send a question to the Facebook page, uh, the inspired Dis- or not inspired disorder, the, uh, early retirement with Ray Taylor, Facebook page, uh, make sure you like it as well. Um, uh, but yeah, if you have any questions, you can send me, send me your questions. I'll do my best, uh, to answer them or find the answers for you. Um, as far as my personal strains that I like, if, uh, you were going to ask me that, uh, I enjoy blue dream, which is a, a sativa. It's kind of a light sativa, Sometimes sativas, I don't really notice as much since I, I got to Denver just because, I don't know, I just stopped paying attention. I just kind of, the dispensary I go to, if they have uh, if they have new stuff, I just get the new stuff uh, because it's, they don't have a huge selection. So when they get new stuff in, I'll try it. Um, but the sativas used to give me a little bit, a little bit of anxiety um, or paranoia. You know, that's something that people complain about wasn't bad um and now i don't notice but i used to get blue dream because it was a nice uh kind of mellow sativa uh so it would you know i could do a lot of work it wouldn't really slow me down like an indica because it's more of a body high uh, which is really great if you're in pain um, or need to need some help going to sleep uh the indica can make you tired uh if if you are subject to that i mean i found especially when i was doing the remodel on the condo um i had gotten to i started smoking indica during the day just because all the remodeling was killing my back um but it actually ended up helping out because it would take away the pain so i get through my day didn't even really feel the high as much um but that's one thing i guess if you if you're going to do a strong indica that make me make you tired um but i enjoy indicas for at night uh, or for pain, I enjoy a strong indica for that, uh, or an edible. Uh, if I want edibles are crazy too, um, because they'll make you that if you want to freak out, fucking take an edible. And I've freaked out, but I know I'm gonna freak out. You know, I'll I'll know I'm gonna do it. It's it's more of a journey. Like people who go to take ayahuasca in the jungles, the psychedelic that lasts like ten hours is totally transformative, and you know super affected but you go into it knowing you're going to have 
potentially a rough time. Same thing with with the edibles. Now, if you don't take a, a lot, of, I, I tend to take high doses of edibles because I want it to, one, I want to feel it throughout my body. I want it to completely just relax my body, which it takes a higher dose for the effect that I'm looking for to kind of kick in. But it's uh it's something it's something that I uh, be careful with I guess. I'm sure why they cap off the edibles in in Denver at 100 milligrams, but I enjoy it. I enjoy going on that ride and and just kind of it's it's like it's almost like going on a roller coaster without having to go anywhere. It would make sense why people in the Midwest would do edibles and even mushrooms i've never done mushrooms but i you know i I would imagine that would be somewhat similar you're going on a trip or a journey or you're having some with an edible it's basically like going on it's almost the same fear emotions like when you're going on uh a roller coaster a crazy roller coaster um and then after except for it's like a roller coaster that lasts I mean, an edible depends on, I mean, it's going to last you four to six hours. I mean, I've had edibles that I felt the next day, um, but it's going to last you a good amount of time. So keep that in mind too. But when you're done, like when, for example, when I was in the desert, another issue, incident with weed and cops, uh, the place I was staying, one of the people, which it seems, I know I've told this on a podcast. I don't know if I've told on this one, so bear with me. Uh, but one of the people that was staying at the place I was uh, recently got a DUI. He's wearing a, a ankle bracelet uh, for part of the time I was there for like a week. I think he only had to wear it. But during that week, couldn't have any weed, couldn't have anything in the in the house. Even though I had a medical license, they didn't have that information, so I couldn't have it. So whatever. So I kind of just started doing edibles because edibles are like nobody knows what the fuck. And edibles just like look like candy. So I had edibles, and there was one day I was going to go, was planning on taking an edible and going to, which takes like an hour to kick in. So I was going to go to see uh, Straight Outta Compton. Ended up not doing that, and an hour, hour 10, hour 20, I'm laying down in my bed, and the edible is kicking in. I'm at the peak. I'm, I'm like holding on to the edges of the bed so I don't fly away. It's just, it's, I'm on this, the spaceship, the rocket has, is taking off. I feel the G's, G forces pushing on every cell of my body and I'm taking off. I am leaving the pull of gravity from this earth. And right at that moment, they do a random check. The cops show up to the house. And they do a random check to make sure there's no weapons and no drugs and all of the things that aren't supposed to be in the house. So I'm laying in bed, fully knowing that this is a potential reality that could happen, that the cops could show up at any time to just check the house, randomly check it. And it just so happens the day I was going to go to straight out of Compton with an edible, the cops show up, and I am freaking the fuck out. Because I see them walk past my door, I don't know if I'm going to have to go out there and then I'm going to have to like try and communicate with them because at this point I would imagine my eyes were like pretty like like a uh, target red you know, just a super dark bloodshot red I'm sure just 
veins just like throbbing in my eyeballs you know and and throwing sentences together when you're that high is just i mean you can do it it's just everything walking takes a little bit longer everything just you're really riding the current of life at that point you don't have a whole lot of control um you're just kind of going with the flow so when i saw saw the cops show up freaking out and in my head i'm like just waiting just waiting for somebody either one of my friends to come in and you know ask me to come out so the cops can interview me or talk to me or i don't know what the fuck they need to do or just the cops come in just to say oh hey and at the time i was moving so i had like gigantic chests full of my shit in the room just stacked up in the room I was like, please don't make me like, don't search those things. Cause it's just, it's not, it's just tools and art supplies and computer supplies and podcast supplies. So I'm in the bed in my head. It's like, it's taking forever. I start listening to a podcast just to, just to try and calm myself down. Cause I'm having a goddamn heart attack. And it's like in my head, they're, they're out in the living room waiting for me to come out. And they're having tea and they're just having chit chat in the kitchen waiting for, you know, the other person that lives there to come out so they can just check them and check them, check me off the list or fucking whatever. Now, it seems like I'm in my room for like an hour. And I'm finally like, I got to find out if any because I don't know. Nobody's like nobody's walked by. Nobody said anything. I'm just in the room in my head thinking the worst so i finally get up i go to the door poke my head out the door i try to listen you know i'm like are they having conversations sounds like video games are going it's like i don't know is he playing video games while they're there are they looking through something their paperwork i don't know so i finally go out no cops no cops there at all apparently they were just in and out took you know they were there for like a minute and then that was it uh but i was in my head thinking this is it man this is it i should have gone to fucking goddamn straight out of compton but this is what happens fuck the police so i find out they're not there i tell my friends what i was doing they had no idea i had ate an edible and that i was fucking freaking out in their guest bedroom so i tell them it's like well in my head this is the adventure i was on um yeah so you know i would if you're in a situation where somebody in your household is maybe has an ankle bracelet on or the cops might just show up to check out something, if you plan on ever being around cops, don't, you know, maybe not do an edible that day. I didn't know, but I survived, so everything's good. Uh, yeah, so that was that was an edible story and that happened just like i think that was like a week or two before i got pulled over with the joint in my car so i got pretty it was kind of weird back in the desert where i grew up and then i'm having all these run-ins with cops and weed when i didn't even never smoked weed in the desert you start smoking weed till almost the end of my san diego living all right so that's weed if you have any questions uh, I enjoy, yeah, I guess I went over my favorite strains. I don't know if I have a favorite strain for for indica. 
Uh, I enjoy, ooh, there's a new strain called uh, Gorilla Glue that I've been smoking. That's pretty good. Um, I don't know, man. Just find out what you what you like. Uh, edibles. Bang makes a great edible. Bang Bars, B-H-A-N-G. Um, I think they're pulling out of Colorado, though, because of, like, when you get edibles, they have to be in, like, childproof containers and, like, this really complicated packaging. They're really scared of kids getting into edibles, which I guess, you know, makes sense. They look like candy, whatever. It's, it's not going to kill them. Just put them to sleep. Just make them go to sleep. They'll be fine. They'll just have a lot less inflammation. They'll be happy. Um, but anyway, I think that's it. Any questions you have, hit me up on Twitter, at Ray Taylor, um, and I'll try and answer them. Uh, with all that said, early retirement, subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors, tell your cousins and your brothers and your sisters about the podcast, donate. Um, and also, for sure, check out one of our sponsors. How about On It? I talked about On It. Um, they make Alpha Brain, which makes your brain work better, especially if you use uh, their, uh, their nootropic, Alpha Brain, On It, O N N I T. Uh, use coupon code DISORDER, and you're going to save 10%. 10% off any of your orders of supplements. It may work on other stuff, so use the coupon code whenever you check out. Uh, you can use our link also, inspireddisorder.com slash onnit, O-N-N-I-T. That'll take you to onnit. And I think we get, if you use our link and our link, if you use my link and you don't buy supplements, they sell workout equipment too, so if you're looking to get in shape, um, they sell food products, uh, so like... Uh, you know, healthy bars. It's all healthy, organic stuff. Uh, a great company out of Austin, Texas, I think. Um, just really great. But if you want to check out their Alpha Brain, I recommend it. Uh, and you will save 10% using coupon code DISORDER. Uh, so go to inspiredisorder.com slash on it. That will take you on it. And uh, purchase whatever you want. Use coupon code DISORDER. Um, and that's it, man. And woman, thank you all. Don't forget to... Uh, like uh, the Early Retirement Facebook page. Find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, and if you do review it, you don't have to review it. You can just put, uh, tell me what your favorite strain is. Uh, so if you want to go, tell me what your favorite strain is. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Give me five stars. And in the review... Instead of reviewing it, just tell me what kind of weed you like or just, you know, whatever you want to put in there. It doesn't matter what you say in the comments. Just go do it uh, and tell your friends. And that's it. Early retirement. My name's Ray Taylor, at Ray Taylor on Twitter, on Instagram. And that's it. Peace out, everybody. Believe in yourself. Smoke some goddamn weed. <laughs>